Welcome to Mango Tree Tales, a podcast that embeds situational, observational, irony, satire, dark, and other forms of humor to discuss the day's events and other ideas, really. My name is Andrew, but if you ever run into me, <laughs> please call me Drew. In my very first episode, I'm going to talk about life at this trap house. So, there is this place in my neighborhood. It's like the village trap house. Like addicts, alcoholics, and other substance users converge here to, you know, abuse drugs and stuff like that. So, it's a trap house. I often go there for like a J and light up and stuff like that. So, the setting of this place is, it is a classic father passed away and now the mom is the main administrator, you know. She has daughters, one of whom inspired this story, and a son. He's the sole son, and therefore that means, like, from childhood, he has always known he's going to be the heir. And in fact, the only thing that is hindering him from being the heir, from moving into the main house, is his mom's health. The day the mom passes away, a bad man is going to be moving into the main house, you know. So, yeah, life, life is really making sense for him. And now seeing as the main basic need, shelter, has been taken care of, a guy has a roof over his head. He has diverted his efforts into securing other, you know, basic needs, like a manchi, an outfit, you know, things like that, and having some money on him. Yeah, and part of his hustle involves keeping animals, like he has a few ten ducks, some six goats, a few chicken, and the major role he plays and the major gig he is actually pulling off in the village is that this is the village plug, you know, like he supplies the truck with the intoxicants. He's the guy you buy the pombe from, he's the guy you buy the jazz from and stuff like that. The thing is that now his mom is a traditional mom and she doesn't truly support the trade, you know. But man, seeing as this is how this particular household makes ends meet, she is limited to throwing condescending stairs at her youth. You know, she always feels like these guys are wasting their lives doing drugs and shit, so she throws them condescending stairs occasionally. And yeah, she doesn't say most, m- much really. But I personally think nothing would really change even if she was to say shit to these guys. I mean, a few of them would feel guilty, but uh, yeah, they would still do their drugs and abuse their substances. Now, the first thing, the first thing you see in this home, the moment you move into the yard, is the flocking number of kids. Like, at first I'd never paid attention because, man, I'm there for a trap. I'm not really there to carry out a census, but there are many kids in this compound. And seeing as this woman has daughters, our plug, the son, does not really have a child, I always felt like, man, these kids are grandchildren and they've come to see their grandma. Which, as a matter of fact, it's true. Like, they've come to see their grandma. But now, much as they are these grand, they are, they are these grandkids and this old woman's kids, they don't belong, like, to all the other three daughters. They belong to one daughter. Now, usually, you could turn a blind eye and I could forgive the rate of child production of this girl, you know? Much as she's giving birth to, like, very many kids. You could, you could let that fact go, but you cannot, in fact, pretend that these kids in fact don't belong to like one dad like there are seven children with an independent father no pair of twins nothing these are seven kids all who owe their allegiance to different dads like they have different patrilineal sides they don't do not really share a dad and stuff like that it's like mahanga magate beans you know how you mix different types of beans you'll have yellow black red it's like a larger assortment of beans there are many and Man, 
they do not really have, they do not, first of all, look alike. They do not have a similar dad. And then they do not even look alike. They cannot trace, you, you, you as an individual, as an observer, you cannot trace that these kids actually belong to one mom or dad. They do not look alike. Like, they are all Negro. True, they are all black. But like, there are different shades of ebony going on here. There's like real ebony, there's light ebony, some are chocolate, all seven different shades of black. And even again, man, these guys' shapes and sizes differ. Like, the youngest kid is the fattest of them all. Because now for him, I think, seeing as his dad is still new to the entire mix, he's, he still sends the milkman with the occasional cup of milk. So, yeah, the kid, the kid kind of looks well-fed. You know, like, at first I did not know about this whole thing. I did not know how, I did not know about these kids' ancestry and shit, but uh, it was this particular day, this particular morning when I found out in a rather interesting way. Because now what happened is that this addict walks into the yard, you know, and he sees one kid. And the guy goes like, and the kid's uncle, who also features as our plug, replies, and the addict goes, and now these guys just keep on talking about this kid's ancestry and no one is now paying attention to the kids. Like they do not notice the kid. But 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 the kid wore this blank stare. It wasn't from the shock revelation that his father is out there fattening while man, the guy is growing slim each by the day, the growing slimmer by the day. But like for the first time in his life, things were now adding up, man, like things were making sense. The kid was realizing he, like any other ordinary person, had a father. Like he had this blank stare of how you would learn about something you'd always been pondering about, but you do not have the guts to ask your mom. Because one, she has seven other kids with seven different dads, and she's a very pissed off woman who could beat you up if you dare question her about your heritage and stuff like that in your ancestry. And now, man, I kept on looking at this kid, and it occurred to me, this kid that is about five years has not known his dad. For five years, this young boy has never known who his father is, man. Like, he has been living life and it has never occurred to him. He has never had a father figure. He has never thought to have a Darth Vader something father out there, man. It was like how Luke Skywalker lived his life and up to until the point Darth Vader is like, yeah, Luke, I'm your father. Like, he had never thought he has a father. Like, the kid had the most blank stare learning all this stuff from an addict on a particular random morning. It was really painful to watch. But when you think about it, the youth in my area are very anti-rubber. Like they're so firm on them opposing rubber. They run their sex lives on the slogan, Mwana, sweet itevamulida mukavera, loosely translated, sweets cannot be eaten in the wrapper. Like these guys go live, they're always nothing. It's like they're competing with roosters. They live a life like roosters. As long as you can catch a hen and pin it down, please, you nut in it and run away. Run away and do not care about the kids. Like, they just go village by village giving birth to kids without using any contraceptive. Like, they're just giving birth to kids like it's some government-sponsored initiative. Like, this is a government project like, guys, every child you're getting, we are paying. Like, it's like the government is there giving out money for every child you can give. It's, it's, it's really terrible, man. Like, people are giving birth to kids in this neighborhood irresponsibly, and something needs to be done. I'm just an observer, and something actually needs to be done, man.
hey guys thank you very much this episode is my first and um i really hope you've enjoyed it and flowed with me it's hard to imagine humor just listening it off a podcast but uh we try to relate to the things i've used and this is just the first of many please dive in there's going to be more episodes and um thank you very much for listening i hope you keep up with me on my journey to comedy stardom yeah i hope to revolutionize comedy i hope to use podcasts i hope to use stage time i hope to use sketch comedy i hope to use any form of humor to actually sell humor and sell comedy to people because laughter is the biggest medicine tune in for my episodes thank you very much